0: All right, here we are. I I took last week off because I really felt like I needed to process with the Lord, just transition and things like that. And even as I'm still processing, I've been like, every single day, I've literally looked at Airbnb to be like, should I run to the mountains for like three days and spend time with the Lord? But then a part of me is like, financially, we need to be responsible. <laughs> but then the other part of me that doesn't want to be responsible is like, just go get the A-frame and tell no one and leave in the dead of night. But I'm not going to do that because that would literally cause panic in my family. And I'm not trying to, you know, be on the news because my sister is freaking out. But I've just, this week has been honestly beautiful. It's just been nice to breathe, to not feel this weight on my shoulders of, of holding something up. And transition for a lot of people I've realized can be scary. And usually when I'm in transition, I'm like angry and disappointed and like what is going on God but this has been one of the most peaceful times of transition in my life just because I I just know God has something beautiful that he's working together but this episode is going to be really fun because I'm literally sitting on the floor with a blanket on my head with my candle I love candles I just I've bought like four candles in the last few days I haven't gotten an Airbnb but I've bought too many candles just a beautiful beautiful life I'm living right now But the challenge that I got given for this week was to go through my notes app and just to find something that the Lord has spoken to me and just explain the process there or what I'm learning in the midst of it. And I at first when when they challenged me to do this I was like no I will not be doing that. That is not who I am. That is I'm not, I am locking my up down because nobody deserves to see what's in there because there's a lot in here. I literally was looking at it at one point and it had like 6,000 notes and I was like, how's my, how my phone or my iPad even like running right now? It's crazy. Um, but I'm going to go through, I'm going to try to find something. Let me see. I love how in my up it's like to do. Demos. Ugh. Oh. Alright, I found one. Here we go. I wrote this. When did I write this? September 29th. Exactly a a month ago, because I'm shooting this on a Sunday afternoon, so that's crazy. Uh, One month ago, I, I wrote this. And one thing about me, I love to write, but I also love to write songs. I don't know why it's so easy or it just comes out. There's just like this part of me that's, it's almost like my devotion overflows when I'm writing music. So this is definitely one of the pieces that's, that's come in the last month, which is, says this, Would you lay yourself on the altar? No agendas, just me. Let's dance in the valleys, sit at my table. Will you sit with me, nothing to gain, just my presence? Will you walk with me, tell me everything? All right. First off, I'm like trying not to cry. Like you ever reread something and you're like, whoa. (laughs) But like, that's definitely, it's definitely my season with the Lord right now of I've been asking God a lot about, God, what am I doing in this season? God, what's next? What do you have for me? Because one of the biggest things in my heart is I don't want to get it wrong. And I'm not, I'm not like at the place where I don't want to get it wrong to the point where I'm immobilized, but I'm just very honoring to God and want to walk in such pure obedience to him that I don't want to choose the wrong thing. And so the war that's been going on with me has been this. Do I drop everything and just become X or Y or Z? Or are X, Y, and Z meant to come together? And that's what I'm meant to be. And so what I've been journeying with the Lord in is this. Like, I live on the altar. I know I do. I lay my life on the altar. It's it's easy but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, God, I laid the sacrifice down. I did all of these things. What do I do now? And one of the things that the Lord has really been warring with me on is this simple phrase that he told me a couple months ago is, if I gave you nothing, if you never became anything, if all the dreams that you had in your life were never fulfilled, Would you still love me? And it was one of those things that the Lord said to me. And I really like struggled for a minute because I was like, well, like success. And then I realized, I was like, what is success without the Lord? What is a fulfilled dream if you're not a part of it with me? And so I've just been really talking to God about, okay, I love you. You know, my heart's devoted. I've laid so much down to you, but if this is it, if all I get is the reward at the seat at the table, that's enough of a reward for me. And as I even say it, and as I've talked through it with like friends and family and stuff, uh, there's been people that like, I can tell it's convicting. Like they're like, well, I don't think God would, and and all these reasonings as to why God would never ask that and, and God's too, and all these things. And I'm like, yes, but like, you need to get yourself down to the point of devotion to the Father, where if nothing ever became of the promise, you would still be fulfilled in his presence. Because if you're not finding fulfillment there, then you'll never find fulfillment. And I've watched him take the, these simple words that he's really laid on my heart and watched him entrust me with more, even though to the world I have less. And what I've, I've realized is this that he in this season I thought I was going to cough I'm not going to cough but in this season that the lord is really asking for he's 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 almost testing the body of who can i entrust who can i give the baton to that they're not going to get caught up in the fact that they have it they're just going to get caught up in that they have me and and that journey with the lord takes a lot of sacrifice to get to. Because to get there, you have to be really honest in your heart of, okay, God, here's my anger and my disappointment and the things that I'm really frustrated in, and I'm going to come and talk to you. I'm going to come and tell you about it. And that, that's where entrustment gets given. And one of the big things that's happened even before this season of transition is I've had like three or four people and I don't get words. Like I really don't get prophetic words given to me very often. I I don't know if it's like a prophetic thing. Like if you're super prophetic, people don't give you words. Like like, I want a word. Like, that's just me personally, but like usually just like doesn't happen. But I've had three or four people come up to me and they've, they've just talked to me about the mantle that God has put on my life. And I'm like, Oh, that's great that's fine. And one of the big things that God, because whenever I get given a word, I like to go to God and I like to go, okay, what does this mean? Or like a dream. What does this mean? Right. And I, I believe what, when I went to God the last time and I was like sitting there thinking about it, I was like, okay, God, like, what are you interesting me with? What are you giving to me? What is going on? And he instantly showed me myself as like a little girl And one of the big things about me is that I'm adopted into a family where I'm the only African American girl. Like my family's large, but I'm the only African American female. So life's very different for me. Just the way figuring out identity and figuring out who I am and who God has made me to be is very different. And he showed me who I was as a little girl. And one of the biggest struggles that I always had growing up was I don't feel like I fit. Like I don't, I don't fit here. I don't fit there. I don't fit in school. I don't fit in my friend groups. I don't look like anybody else. I don't talk like anybody else. Like, and I feel like though, even when I ask questions, like everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. But what God showed me was me as a little girl and all he spoke was, I had to bring you to this family so that I could get you to where you are now because lies needed to be changed. And, like, for me, I'm, I'm, like, in my room sobbing, like, okay, okay, like, my adoption means more, like, I'm starting to process this, this is all making more sense, but even the amount, holy crap, I think my whole family just literally jumped on the floor, that scared the crap out of me, but even the the process to get here, to, to get to the place where the mantle, where I'm starting to understand the mantle is, is drastic, and what i've realized even in the midst of it is how devoted is my heart like yes god you took me through all this stuff and you're showing me he's been showing me like the ends of seasons like really just putting a bow on everything and being like that's done that's good okay let's talk about this let's go like a couple episodes i talked about how god took me through like my journal that i had through like college and 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 what that produced and how the beauty of the faithfulness that he had with me and I had to him in the midst of deep depression. And so he's just doing all of these things where he's just putting a bow on every season being like, okay, that's done. That's done. And, and what I've realized as I've looked back is that each season was a step in devotion. That when I just read this note and it said, would you lay yourself on the altar that each season took me to the place where I would lay on the altar, where laying on the altar wasn't even a big question, where talking to him, giving him everything, it's not even a question to me. And even in the midst of this current season that I'm in and I'm like, God, what do I do? Do I do I, go full force into this or do I stay in, in church ministry or do I begin to like actually take take like almost my ministry, how do you say that word? ministerial ministerial I'm literally journeying through how to say that word but do I take my ministry gifting and do I sit in a position that leads and preaches and teaches like do I do that or do I just sit back and 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 those are the questions but I've watched as that's a great question to have but I love that it always comes back to devotion I love that my heart has gone to the place where it's like that's great. That's awesome. Like if I preach in stadiums, if if I get to see healing, if I get to watch a generation fall in love with the father, that's going to be so cool. But like the simple moments, my simple devotion to the father, that's it. That's enough for me. And so I don't talk all of this talk just to be like, devotion, devotion, this is it. But I just want to ask you like, if you wouldn't lay yourself on the altar, why? What's hindering you from laying yourself on the altar? Laying all your dreams down? What is hindering your your pure devotion to the Father? Is it the opinions of others? Is it Is it dreams? Is it your family? Like, what's hindering you? from deep relationship because honestly there's a I look back as I've been journeying through seasons with the father I look back and I go I had so many opportunities to say no to you I had so many opportunities to leave you by the wayside and to go do my own thing but there was a love that was deeper there was a love that was more pure there was a love there was a love that thought of me before anyone else. And I think when you're, honestly, when you're living, when you're living for the earth versus living for heaven, everything looks different. That the things of heaven aren't aren't as important to you because the things of this earth are more important. Where... where I guess you just really have to ask yourself at the end of the day. Where do you want to end up? What are you truly living for? But. That's all. That's all that I got. That's all I got. Uh, just devotion. Just devotion. There's just. That's it. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.